Welcome back to our Yankees podcast, Believe in the Bronx. Pete Caldera here in New York. Mike Stanton, three-time Yankees world champion reliever uh, in his Houston studios. And, uh, Mike, it, it can't get much worse uh, as we stand right now with, with the Yankees uh, on an eight-game losing streak, the longest losing streak uh, they've had since 1995, wow. which was a year they made the playoffs, uh, right. amazingly, under Buck Showalter. Uh, but right now, nine games um, out of that last wild card spot with uh, 38 games to go as we speak right now, uh, prior to the Yankees playing a, a series against the Washington Nationals uh, at home. And, um, you know, as, as Aaron Boone said, it looks bleak. Yeah. Well, I, it, it, that's, I think that's an understatement. I mean, yeah. for a team, you know, we've talked about this before. Teams come into the season with expectations. That's actually one of the dirty words in Major League Baseball, in professional sports, just simply because you are expected to do something. And it's kind of a double-edged sword. If you meet those expectations, you know, everybody's happy. But you know what? You did what you were supposed to do. The other side of it, if you don't, then it's, you know, the world's falling apart. And, you know, we haven't seen this. It, it, you know, to tell you the truth, it's it's a little surprising that we haven't maybe not to this extent but even in seasons past because you know the equation that they've used in winning hasn't hasn't really been have your superstars on the field and they're playing like superstars no what it's really been is you know Brian Cashman and company filling holes because you have you know an all-star team on the IL and then yep. you turn you turn around and you fill some holes and you know these guys come in and uh you know the perfect example, Gio Urshela. I mean, you know, comes out of nowhere and all of a sudden he's a dude in the pinstripes. And, you know, you have those guys step in and you just simply haven't had that. And the struggles that they've had, we, we talked about this in previous podcasts, that this is not something that has just started for the New York Yankees. This goes all the way back to halfway through the season last year that they had the great start. But yeah. you take Aaron Judge out of the equation last year, uh, the rest of the team was well, well below par, uh, and not in a good way, you know, right. uh, subpar. Yeah, so it's it's just one of those things that uh, that they were we were not able to figure out exactly what was going on in the off season, correct those issues, and move forward in the twenty three season. So yeah, this is uh, uh, it, it is it is it is pretty dire straits here for the pinstripes, for the New York Yankees. But, you know, now it's time to figure out what to do go forward. No one's going to feel sorry for you, especially in the Bronx. Right. Uh, and some of the things they're about to do uh, going forward now is uh, finally bring up uh, some of their AAA uh, kids. Uh, looks like uh, Oswald Peraza is coming back up uh, to play regularly on the infield. Uh, Everson Pereira, uh, who's their uh, – Top outfield prospect right now, not named uh, Jason Dominguez, uh, will be coming up. Looks like he'll be the, the regular left fielder now. Uh, uh, he is the number three rated uh, prospect uh, by uh, MLB Pipeline. So, uh, and he, he, you know, he, he had a very productive uh, half season at AA uh, in a short time at, at AAA. Uh, he's he's performed well offensively. The strikeouts are up. The, the walks aren't uh, – uh, as you know, where you want them, but uh, the production, the power production, the OPS, uh, that that's all there right now. It'll be interesting to see because he's got he's a guy that's going to be in their mix, uh, you know, come spring training 2024, sure. looking to win a job. Uh, and we mentioned Dominguez, uh, he was just promoted from from double A 
to AAA. So uh, now he is now knocking on the door. One of their their top uh, prospects and one of the top prospects one in, in the uh, top 100 uh, among MLB prospects. So, uh, you know, right now uh, they're starting finally uh, to look at the future here. Yeah. I'm a little surprised they didn't wait for another week because you do get two more roster spots. And you got to remember, we have new rules in Major League Baseball. You don't have the 40-man roster uh, option to go to. You only get to go up a couple guys from 26 to 28, but it's still two more roster spots. And they'll have to figure out exactly what they're going to do to clear the 26-man roster to have these young players come up. they're okay. It's okay as far as the 40-man roster is concerned. Those dudes are already on the 40. Right. But the 26-man, the actual major league active rosters, all, it, that's all you have is 26. So they're going to have to make some decisions here to clear those roster spots to get these young guys up. And, and it makes sense. I mean, you know, you it, at some point you have to figure out, okay, we're, we're really out of this. Um, even if it's not mathematically, the way you're playing, losers of eight straight, I mean, that the writing's on the wall that unless you went on a historic uh, turnaround, it's just simply not going to happen. So bring some young guys up. Let's see what we have. Let's start building towards the future. Because like I said, no one's going to feel sorry for you. you got to just go out there and do whatever you need to do to get ready that this doesn't happen again in 24. Yeah, well, I mean, this is a team that just needs a desperate boost of uh, energy and oxygen uh, yeah. in the room, and and young players can can provide that as, and and bring some, you know, excitement in the stands. I and mean, we we just had a, a series uh, at Yankee Stadium against the Boston Red Sox, where uh, you know the weekend crowd is sitting on their hands because the Yankees are. Uh, you know, giving up eight runs Friday night, eight runs Saturday right. night. They played in. A, they played a, a, a competitive, uh, rather exciting game on Sunday. Ultimately, lost that game. Uh, but uh, you know, there there needs an infusion here because it's the same script, the same story uh, every night. And uh, the nightly struggle for runs has been the running theme uh, on this club. They're getting no production out. They haven't gotten any production out of, uh, left field, uh, at all this year at third base is, has been a, a huge question mark. Um, even going, uh, into 2024 center field is going to be uh, a question mark with, with Bader, right. uh, you know, walking in was free agency, uh, year. So, uh, I mean, now's the time to get a look at, at guys like Pereira and, uh, you know, you, you know, you're not, completely auditioning for a job right now, but, but uh, you're, you're getting a taste of the big leagues and you can see what you do. I mean, you've, you've seen players like this come up over the years, uh, Mike, where, you know, where management wants to get a look at uh, or give them a taste of the big league level before sure. they even go into a, a spring training where they're actually competing for a job. Well, I mean, look what they did. You go all the way back to 1995. They brought Derek Jeter up uh, to just be there. He didn't yeah. play. He wasn't on. I don't, I'm not even sure he was on the roster, but they right. had him right. there. Carry him on the uh, just he to went watch to Seattle. Playoff, uh, yeah, yeah. Posada, I think as well too, right? Yeah. So he, you know, that's that's something, and it's 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 just to get them accustomed to how things work at the big league level. Now, obviously, that was a long time ago. Uh, right. Things are different now, but the idea is still the same. You know, you still want to try and get these guys so, you know, they don't come into spring training and, and you know, they're deer in the headlights. You know, they kind of have an idea how everything works. Uh, they get to know the guys that are going to be there next year, judging company. Uh, and, and so that makes it just that much easier, that transition 
you know, from the minor leagues to the big leagues. And, you know, one of the other things is um, one of the reasons why they may be bringing him up here in August. It's pretty simple. You know, you talk to any any scout, any president of baseball operations, you have to take there's two times of year you have to take big production with a grain of salt. Spring training, September. That if though in those two times that you can a guy can just get hot, you know. So you bring them up in August, you get to see a little bit more of them. Um, you know, the other teams haven't expanded their rosters yet, so it's a little different situation than just being a September call up. And I, I expect. I don't think these guys are going to play every day. They're not going to come in all of a sudden. They're going to play every inning of every game. I think they play several days a week. You want them to get a substantial number of at-bats. You want to see what they do. Not necessarily when, you know, when they're going well. To tell you the truth, you want to see how they react when they're not. You know, when they're struggling. When there's an offer. You know, when you strike out, you get the hat trick one day. You know, how do you how do you feel the next day? Does your personality change? Do you change your approach? Do you start grinding out at bats? What do you do? Or are you more laid back and, hey, you know what? I had a bad day. I'll go get them tomorrow. Uh, you know, because you have to figure this isn't about just getting at bats at the big league level. You're trying to figure out if these guys are bona fide everyday big league players. And what that means is it's not necessarily about, uh, about how good you can be. It's how bad are you when things aren't going right, and can you take can you put up with those trials and tribulations? Right. I mean, even at this point, I gotta think that you know they they haven't brought uh, Peraza and and Pereira up uh, to play sporadically. That, uh, right. that they they have a plan to get them regular at, at bats, and that's something, frankly, that we we really need to see, especially with Peraza, because we've seen Yankees, uh, you know, do this with with prospects before, uh, you know. Florial, uh, Clint Frazier had some injury issues uh, in there, but uh, Peraza also to this point never get a real extended look. Yeah, um, in you know in, in a Yankee lineup, and then uh, they go from being highly touted prospects to to guys whose careers either either get uh, faded or, right. or forgotten or traded. I mean, on the pitching side, look what just happened with with Davey Garcia, uh, who who had to be. Uh, was eventually placed on waivers and picked up, picked up by the White Sox. Uh, you know, Floreal is still, you know, you know, hanging on the vine at, at AAA and having a very good year uh, at this point. I think the Yankees need to, uh, you know, do a deeper dive into how, uh, you know, that they, 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 uh, they develop these prospects, sure. you know, and, and, and in a sense where, you know, that they can be productive uh, contributors at, at the major league level, whether it's yeah. for them or somebody else, because, you know, I, I think they're, they've been hurting their, their trade value too, by, uh, you know, in, in, in some of these instances. So of course, Peraza uh, needs to get a, a long look uh, because I mean, if, if this guy was untouchable in, in trade talks for guys like Louis Castillo last year, uh, right. if you feel that he's this valuable, why isn't he up here playing every day? Yeah, the guy that always comes to mind when we start talking about this was for the Texas Rangers was uh, Profar. You know, Profar for like three straight season, he was he was an un don't even mention his name. You have yeah. no chance whatsoever of getting him out of our organization, and the Rangers never really brought him up and and just you know gave him the job. The Yankees have done the same thing uh, with most of their prospects except for one, and that's Anthony Volpe. You know, they actually, right. you know, said, okay, here you go, dude. 
we're you're going to play shortstop. We're going to leave you alone. And that's kind of what they what they did. You know, back in the day in 1996, they did the same thing with Derek Jeter. Jeter yeah. It's hard to do in the pinstripes, though, because the expectations are to win every single day. Uh, and, you know, being a minor league player, to tell you the truth, part of me felt bad for, you know, back in the day in the late 90s and early 2000s, you felt bad for being uh, for the guys that were top prospects in the organization because they had no chance of coming up and playing at the big league level. Right. All they were were trade, trade chips uh, to bring in somebody to help the big league club. So, you know, that's that's part of the mindset of being uh, in the minor leagues. But, I mean, you look at what the Dodgers have done this year. You know, the Dodgers did very little in the offseason. Why? Because they have they had four or five prospects they needed to see. If, are these guys real players? Yeah. You know, you can't just leave them in AAA and 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 let them be insurance policies all the time. At some point, you got to bring them up. You got to figure out what they are. You got to see what they look like, how they carry themselves in the big league situation, and you know, see if they're viable options for you going forward. And that looks like what the Yankees are going to do with a few of these guys. Right. And and, and granted, it, it is difficult with the Yankees. Uh, I mean, their, their default is to go with the veterans, but uh, when, when you're getting no production. Out of out of uh, a number of positions, uh, you know, it, it makes that argument, uh, you know, tougher to swallow. Uh, you mentioned Volpe; he's having uh, he's having a, a really terrific month of August with an OPS of over nine, and uh, you know, playing uh, you know much better, consistent defense, and uh, you know, the, the bat to ball is uh, you know the, the production has really really come on. So that's something uh, that's at least positive. They're going to get uh, Carlos Rodon back in the rotation. Uh, Tuesday now the first six seven starts of his Yankee career haven't gone very well and injuries have been part of that but uh, he'll be back in the rotation mix but when you think of uh, another guy who could be in that rotation mix uh, uh, you know talking about the younger guys that they could bring up um, a guy that they've yo-yoed around is Randy Vasquez who's pitched well in very uh, uh, a very you know short sample uh, here at the big league level but I mean, this is a guy I would think you would want to take an extended look at too, and he's back in at Triple A. Yeah, but that might be one because they can't bring everybody up because of the roster situation. You know, a lot of times the business of baseball gets in the way of actually playing the sport, and this might be one of those situations that they wait another week before they bring him up. Um, you know, as far as a guy like like Rondon, you go, okay, well he's had he's you know he he's he's th- he hasn't thrown the ball well. Um, you know, he's back injured again. They're about to get him back. Well, why don't you just shut him down? Well, you need him to throw innings. You need him to get that innings total a little bit up. And you want him to end on a good note. You know, you don't want him, um, you know, just with a completely bitter taste in your mouth, in his mouth every time he thinks of 2023. It's been a bad season. There's no doubt. You know, he has not done, he has not lived up to the contract whatsoever, if there's such a thing as living up to a contract. Um, But, you know, you want him to get back on the mound. You want him to pitch well. You want him to extend himself some. um, Just simply because, you know, you don't want 2023 having a big effect on 2024 just because he didn't pitch much. Right, yeah. Um, Now, They've seen Johnny Brito uh, in, in spurts. He's been he's kind of run hot and cold uh, as a as a rookie starter. Um, but just another guy that hasn't had a long look though. All right, and and yeah. now I'm what well, I'm thinking too now with with Cortez out of out for the for the season, uh, with Severino 
pitching to an ADRA, and he's he's going to start uh, uh, during the series uh, upcoming against against the Nationals. Um, right. I mean, come September first, I don't see why there's uh, there isn't a plan going forward to to get a regular look at these guys for yeah. you know for four starts down the stretch just to you know just to you know propel them in, into a better place going into 2024 because they're going to be if they're not used in trades they're going to be part of that uh, that that sure. discussion for the fifth start or the fourth start or next year yeah oh no doubt about it and and that's something that that you have to go now and so you, you look at it, you go okay somebody out there might go well why does it really matter why do they need to have extended looks and it's more about the player's mental approach to the situation Right. You know, when when Brito's been up in the past, you know, he gets a start or he has a few appearances. Um, you know, what is he thinking afterwards? Am I getting sent down? And that just puts an anxiety in him that you're not seeing the real player on the field. You want him, you know, to do like what they've done with Volpe is listen, dude, you go over. You're still playing tomorrow. This isn't we're not taking you out of the lineup. Now, you can't do that with everyone, but. That's why an extended look is so important to let these guys know, yeah, dude, you can struggle a little bit. That's okay. You're a young guy, but we want to see what you can do after a struggle. You know, it's like a pitcher. If you want to talk about it in a smaller situation, a pitcher makes a bad pitch. The ba- Everybody does it. It's not about the bad pitch. It's what do you do with the bad pitch? You know, can you right. make the corrections and go forward or does that bad pitch lead to more bad pitches? So, you know, uh, same thing with that bats for hitters. So, when you're considering, you're thinking that every time you strike out or every time you give up a base hit, I'm being sent to the minor leagues, that's really not a great place to go mentally to be able to go out there and show your real athletic abilities. Yeah. Well, I think just with these uh, you know, couple call-ups right now with six weeks to go in this season, it's kind of management's concession that uh, it's, it's time to uh, – Look toward 2024 and uh, put 2023 in the rearview mirror. Uh, just one more item, uh, Mike. Now, uh, Anthony Rizzo uh, has begun uh, hitting indoors. Uh, says he's feeling much uh, improved since the uh, diagnosis of the uh, concussion, post-concussion sin, uh, uh, symptoms, but yeah. uh, still no timetable for, for him to come back right now. Yeah, same thing. You would like him to come back just simply because so he can end on a good note, end healthy. You know, right. you know, when we're talking about concussions, you know, it's got nothing to do with how big and strong you are or how tough you are. Um, you know, it's it's just one of those things that you can't put your finger on it. But it's great that he's progressing. He's seeing pitches. He's feeling well. And, you know, especially when you're talking about coming back from concussions, a lot of times it's not just like you come back from anything else. It's not about how you feel while you're performing. It's how you feel afterwards. You know, is there any reoccurring symptoms that are popping up, you know, post, post, uh, you know, at bats or, 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 or your athletic stuff. So, you know, that's, that's going to be the, but it's great that he's, he's up, he's on his feet. He's, he looks like he's progressing. That's a big part of it. But again, you want him, you'd like to get him back in at least start playing a couple days a week just to make sure, if nothing else, in his own mind that he's healthy going into next season. Because you don't want to go into the offseason with question marks. Yeah, but I don't know if if this is going to you know rear its ugly head again when we get back on the field. So you'd like to see that, uh, right. that he's he's on the way back. Because that you, know, you, don't, you don't wish that on anyone, yeah. uh, especially when you're talking about your brain, because it's not just, you know, you're not just talking about, you know, Anthony Rizzo, the baseball player, 
you're talking about Anthony Rizzo, the man, the father, you know, the husband, the, you know, so you, you want to make sure that, uh, that everything's back where it needs to be. And, and he can, he can end on a good note. Right. Well, uh, from this uh, Washington series, the Yankees will move on to another uh, three city road trip, Tampa Bay, Detroit, and Houston, Texas, Mike. So yeah, uh, they'll be coming to your backyard. Uh, Yep, I'll get an in-depth, close look at that series. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Them going on the road isn't necessarily a bad thing. And this isn't just for the Yankees. This is for all teams. A lot of times being on the road, even though you're in a hostile environment when you're playing, you're used to that. It's just, you know, the -the off-the-field life is easier. You're staying in a hotel. You know, everyone, you know, we all love being around our wife and kids and, and, and being part of their lives, but can that affect what you do at night? Of course it can. So, you know, you kind of get to take care of yourself when you're on the road, you get to be on your own program and, and that can help just calm things down a little bit. Then, you know, every time you walk out of the house, you have your next door neighbor go, Hey, why aren't y'all winning baseball games? Let's go. You know? So, um, yeah. So getting on the road could actually, could actually be a benefit. All right. Well, we'll be on the road very soon and, uh, back in your backyard. You're always on the road. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week. All right. Well, that's our edition of uh, Believe in the Bronx Yankees podcast. Mike, thanks very much. We'll see Uh you down the road, and we'll see all of you. Thanks very much. Adios.